across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Steffi Callister. Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, as promised, joining me in the studio, Richard Spendlove. <laughs> thank you for coming in. No, thanks for having us. That was a lovely little ditty by Jancis Harvey, yeah, penned yeah. by yourself. Yes, I wrote what I wrote. But, My goodness. But what she sang. The timing couldn't be more impeccable, <laughs> could it, after Absolutely. yesterday's news? Yeah, quite, yeah. So... Do you think that the Transport Secretary has now realised what a big mistake they made? Oh, yeah, no doubt about that at all. Um, And the thing is that when you look at the way things are going at the moment, what can be worse? It's uh, Things are not getting any better, are they? No. And uh, it seems to me that, okay, in that case, then perhaps we have got it wrong and perhaps we should think about another way. And I don't blame... You know, I've, I've got nothing against that at all. £500 million. Mm. Not going to go that far, is no, it? No, no, not at all. No. I know in a lot of places people have started kind of taking, not taking the law into their own hands, but they've started trying to rejuvenate stations, haven't they? Yes, there seems to be a lot of it done, uh, being done now. And of course, some of them are quite successful as well. If you take things like the Seven Valley Railway and the, and the Keighley and Worth Valley, they're doing good business. Yeah. There's no doubt about that at all. Uh, I mean, they started off with 20 yards of track, an engine and a wagon. And now all of a sudden they're taking people from town to town. Yeah. And Uh, of course, you know, if uh, Miss Thunberg were listening, she'd probably quite approve. Well, of course, Miss Thunberg is a totally different matter. And you you wouldn't want to hear half of what I say at home about it. All I can say about her is that um, before I came in tonight, I actually watched an interview with her. And my immediate reaction is that she don't know what she's talking about. And I say that because she was questioned by a Swedish journalist who questioned her very, very, what I thought succinctly anyway. Uh, and uh, anyway, she looked quite blankly around for a bit and then said to somebody else along the table, would you like to answer this question? Oh. And I thought, hello, hello, hello. And I, I fervently believe that she's a mouthpiece. I, I was going to ask you that. Do you yeah. think she's being manipulated? I don't think there's any doubt about it now whether it's her parents or whether it's somebody else that her parents is allowing them to do that i don't know but it's not her she's blaming basically blaming our generation yeah of course and that's another thing they can't go across the road without switching a phone on well th- there is that but you know we were the ones that walked to school and grew well our that's vegetables. what i mean that's what i mean you know uh, nine, nine, i know we, we, i'm going back a long while now but i mean 1947 which was a particularly bad week slightly winter. before my time Richard. well indeed yeah very nearly before mine but we still <laughs> walked just under 2 miles to school alone or, you know, the, the crowd of you, perhaps. But you, and, and I mean, the, the the snow at that time in places, and certainly where I lived in Nottingham, up the roads that I went to school, it was certainly three, four and five feet deep. And it didn't kill you, did it? No, not at all. You got <laughs> you got chapped knees, and that's got very cold. planes. <laughs> that's right, yeah, all that chillblains, yeah. And we all know how to put them right, but we won't. Um, so, yeah, uh, I I think that, I mean, I, the, the, the younger generation are great people and receive an awful lot of disgustingly bad, unkind press. I always said that when I worked myself. Um, you know, I defend them to the death, but please don't try and tell me about hard times. You don't know what you're talking about. Now, this other rail story that's come up, just popped up since since we decided you should come on. Oh. Um, the government, or what's being called the operator of last resort, mm. is going to take over the running of northern train services yeah. from March. How's yeah. that going to work? Well, I suppose, I don't know. 
<laughs> Quite honestly, I'm not altogether sure because there are uh, many schools of thought that, that, that said that, uh, you know, under national ownership, it was a dreadful concern. Then it went private. It's not, it doesn't seem to me to be very much better now than it was then. And so if they take it into, in, into as it were, public operation again, can it get any worse? Well, <laughs> Grant Shapps is talking about doing a deep cleaning yes. trains. Yeah. I mean, what's that going to do? You're going to clean our trains. They're not going to go any faster. Run any more not a bit. Not, no, it's a bit like painting ghost fest, go fast stripes on a mini, isn't it, really? <laughs> there's not a lot of point in them. Still, there you go. Now, there's another story um, I want to ask you about because it was in our news bulletin today. And mm. it's basically, if I can find it now... Um, mm-hmm. Let me just just bear with me a second, Richard. Um, yes, residents of Mill Road have expressed their concern about a new train wash to be built behind their homes. Mm. So um, it's said it's going to be mostly used in peak hours in yeah. the morning. Yeah. And um, the residents are urging Govia Thameslink to reconsider. Mm. I mean, what? How much noise does a train wash make? I was just thinking, you're talking about asking them to, uh, that Govia uh, are asking them to, uh, they're asking Govia to reconsider. Puts me in mind of uh, Mon- Monday Rice Davis. Well, they would, wouldn't they? <laughs> That's as easy as <laughs> Not that. in my own backyard. <laughs> not in my own backyard. Oh, yeah, or not in my own backyard. They've got to go somewhere. That's the situation. And really, I mean, from what I can remember, I mean, I, I knew when the carriage side is in Cambridge and when the cleaning was done there. I, I don't think we had any well, complaints. Well, Govia is saying that the 40 decimal sign level is as quiet as the conversation. So it sounds well, like yeah. it's a bit of swishing or a car wash. Probably the, loud, the loudest things you might hear from time to time are a few swear words. And I, would, <laughs> I would have thought that was about as far as you I think that's pro- probably the most risk. Absolutely. Finally, you want to talk to me today a little bit about chivalry. Do you think chivalry's dead? Oh well, it depends what old, it depends how old you are. This um, is true. It's things like <sighs> my son-in-law is fifty-seven now. Yeah, and he won't he won't allow a lady to walk into a room unless he stands. Right. Okay. Now that's at his age, and these sort of things. Even before that, when I was being brought up, some might argue, dragged up. Um, it wouldn't... You treat... I don't care what anybody says about all this. You treat ladies differently. You treat them differently because they are differently different. I know I once got into an awful lot of trouble at a place I worked before not too far from here because I once opened a door for one. Yes, it's, it's, it's thought, a tricky one because there's the... Yeah, you know, I, I don't... I don't... I don't mean... I don't mean to demean anybody by doing that. It's quite the opposite, actually. It's the things I was taught to do. My dad did it, presumably his, his dad did. And I continue to... In fact, I was out at dinner and I, I unconsciously noticed that I opened the door for a lady that we were with. Right, OK. <laughs> you know, I didn't get into trouble yesterday over it, but... Yes. No, I think... Uh, I, I don't know. You see... I have seen television interview programs about this, where they, where the ladies, some ladies, some ladies, have said, "Well, you know, you're you're demeaning us and this that, and the other." They must be very strange ladies, is all I can think about. <laughs> yeah, I really can. I think there is the issue of equality. Cause Absolutely. I've just got this message Absolutely. from my daughter, mm. um, who's 21, mm. and I asked her what she thought about it, and she said, "Well, if you think about it, it's if it's within the conversation of equality, we have bigger fish to fry." Well, exactly. Ooh. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. 
and I know what she means, uh, but I, it's, it's just so many of these things are automatic for for people of my age and perhaps even, well, certainly my son-in-law. Um, you know, you, you, you offer the lady a seat, you treat her politely, you open doors for her and all this. If they don't like it, my view is that they're the wrong sort of women. That's, <laughs> that's how I feel about it, if you know what I mean. Well, I have to say, I've always had it, I've always expected it, yeah. and I've always enjoyed it. I don't I don't. And you'll a always problem. get it if I'm with you. Thank you very much. Not that's at all. That's awfully kind at of all. you. Cambridge 105 Radio.